0: Go ahead, go ahead. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it on?
1: One, two, three, four. Get up. Get
2: on they, uh, hey, Neil, Neil. You, uh, you call them the uh, Las Vegas Lightning? Is that what you call them? Did I call oh. them the Are Las they the Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Lightning? I just want to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> The Vegas Knights, the upstarts. Uh, there you go. You know what? We gave away a lot of T-shirts back there. We used to do that. You know, Fish, Fish used to do that? Remember Fish was in the mornings giving a T-shirt away for every screw-up in the update. Is he still up in every... I, I don't know. I think so, yeah. yeah. I probably. That was the greatest thing he ever did was giving away T-shirts. And then we did that. We gave away something. but And then we tried to... Uh, when I was working with, with Furness, we, we were giving away stuff when I would screw stuff up, which was every day. I mean in like three times an update we were giving away stuff we were giving away money. We had to uh we had to eventually stop that because it uh, it got a little pricey for us. it got a little carried away. no gas today it is a it is a uh, gas free Thursday, but it is a thirsty Thursday and it is a Zeke's pizza thirsty Thursday. We're gonna give it a chance. I know it it rubs you in the wrong way because we like our listeners. we're gonna give away more gift cards. For our listeners today. And it bothers Ian, but we're going to give away gift cards for our for our listeners. Because, Ian, we like the people that we we talk to every day. We enjoy our listeners. And we like to pay them back. <laughs> it is also an EQC No Thursday. When you hear the sounder. We're not going to play it yet. you got to pay attention. When you hear the sounder, uh, You from uh, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And for that cue to call, you're going to know what that cue to call is. You'll hear it. Uh, you're going to dial us up at 286-9595. The 12th caller. Is going to get a hundred dollars thanks to the Emerald Queen Casino. They say, as you know, it's the entertainment capital of the Northwest for the best live music, comedy, entertainment, dining, and gaming, Emerald Queen Casino is the place to be from classic rock to R and B to comedy to country, boxing to MMA. The Emerald Queen is something for everyone. Uh, tickets available Ticketmaster and the Emerald Queen Casino. For more information, visit them. Emerald Queen. Uh, dot com. Coming up on the show today, we had to move some things around. Mike Leak was uh, going to join us at 1020. Mike Leak's going to join us at 11 o'clock. So we'll talk to Sparky. We'll ask him if he likes that nickname, Sparky, because I'm not sure. Uh, we don't we don't have any idea if he likes it. But the Mariners getting ready for a game later today. So we'll chat in there with uh, Mike Leak. Uh, the voice, one of the voices of the Mariners, a good friend of mine, former colleague, former student, former KUGR star at Washington State University, Gary Hill, Jr., one of the voices now of the Mariners will join us at 1045. He's going to get off the bus, and then he's going to wow us with his Mariner knowledge as the M's just keep winning. Uh, they did it again last night, uh, one to nothing. They go for their first ever sweep this season. Ten games over, 500. First time since, what, end of the year? 2016. And they go for their very first sweep today. Cliff Averill. Cliff Averill, our new colleague, our new co-worker. The guy that will be on this show starting in July, July 9th, and first question is, why can't you start sooner? (laughs) Really, honestly, what's the problem? What do you you got going on? He's taking vacation, apparently. (laughs) He's taking vacation before he even starts the show. We'll chat with him uh, coming up at 11.20, Lunch with Listeners Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt, our Thursday visit with Terry at 12.20. And uh, also, Terry's filling in for Ian today. Ian found out it was an EQC note Thursday where they're giving away money, and he said, well, I don't, I, I can't do that. I can't be a part of that. So I'm going to take today <laughs> off. And so we got a wild show for you today. No winners in our Super Sports Parlay from last night. Gas is not here today. Will not be here for the next two days because Gas is back in Indianapolis getting ready for the Indy 500. Boy, I, I am taking a beating, although I did get the caps right last night. They won 4 to nothing. I had the Caps with a uh, plus goal and a half, so obviously won that. You know, they say there's nothing quite like a Game 7 in the NHL playoffs. I sure was exciting last because, night. Boy, at uh, 4 nothing, you just can't get that kind of entertainment and action anyplace else. And especially, you can't get that type of game in any other sport nope. than in hockey. Because they say... As everyone knows, <laughs> there's nothing quite like a Game 7 in the NHL. So we won that one. We got crushed. I shouldn't say we, I. Got crushed on the Yankees-Rangers over. So I took the uh, under, which was 10 runs. It was 12-10. to 10. Oh, okay. It was 12-10. to double. 10, So okay. it was 22. So I, we got killed on that. And then the Cavs got killed on the Cavs. I took the Cavs plus one. Obviously, they lost for uh, the gas man. Uh, he took the under Celtics Cavs. Yeah, it was 179. It was the, uh, the under over was 205. He, uh, Tampa Bay, he lost on that one because he had the uh, lightning minus a goal and a half. And then I just put no on the soccer because I honestly don't know what <laughs> soccer game he picked. But it didn't matter because you have to get all three of the uh, parlay bets right here in the Super Sports Parlay. He did not get... Uh, Two of them, right? So he's out. What
0: are the odds that uh, eventually somebody actually wins a gift card? Uh, uh, are, there, are there odds for know. that?
2: Can I uh, bet on that? Well, it's, it's tough. I mean, a parlay's hard, Jackson. It's oh, hard. Oh, of course, yeah. It's not supposed to be easy. If it were easy, my God, we would just simply we just give it away every day. <laughs> right? But it's not supposed to be easy. <laughs> Hitting these parlays is supposed to be difficult. I'm not sure if we'll do our Super Sports Parlay today. We do have a game tonight. We've got a game five between... Uh, The Warriors and Rockets taking place in uh, Houston, which uh, you can hear right here on Sports Radio 950 KGR uh, starting there at 6 o'clock. Again, it's a Thirsty Thursday, Zeke's Pizza. Uh, We're going to give away 50 bucks later in the radio show. Uh, We'll do that probably around 11 o'clock. We'll do it every single uh, Thursday here, a Thirsty Thursday, brought to you by Zeke's Pizza. You heard uh, Neil in the updates. John Stanton, Mariner's owner, going to join Softy today at 420. Begs the question. As I asked Softy on Twitter, why 420? Why is that the time? <laughs> is there something specific about that? Is John Stanton, Mariners owner, man who once uttered, "We don't want the big ugly house next to us"? Is he trying to say something about 420? <laughs> but uh, that's cool. John Stanton, 420 today with Softy. Talk about the news of extending their their agreement there to for the next what 25 years to play all their games over at Safeco Field. See, I was confusing. You were right because I thought when that news came out yesterday that they were extending the naming rights of Safeco Field. That's not the case. They're just extending staying on that land – which is Safeco Field, and taking care of it for the next 25
0: years. But in the release, they keep using the words Safeco Field, Safeco Field, Safeco Field. Yeah, I don't know. You make it, you make it think like it's going to yeah.
2: stay Safeco Field. I'm confused. You're confused. We're all confused. Okay, everybody's confused. Uh, Mariners, uh, another great win last night. Unbelievable what they keep doing. They just keep rolling. Marco Gonzalez, his last four starts in May. He's been excellent. Great fourth inning again. That's back-to-back fourth innings by Mariners pitchers that they got out of trouble. He gets out of that trouble yesterday. We had the back-to-back walks to who was a pender and Lowry. He ends up getting out of that trouble, not giving up any runs. He had runners on first and third with what I think was one out. He gets out of that inning. And Marco Gonzalez continues to kind of – listen, it it hasn't been like a plus season. But I don't know. I, I've liked what I've seen out of Marco Gonzalez, and especially the last few starts. And the last four starts in May, he owns a 2.92 ERA. So, Mark. All right, Gonzalez. right, I'm going to take that.
0: Yeah, Marco Gonzalez joined Ewan Gas in late April. Since that oh. visit, he's been lights out. I think we found a correlation here, and I don't know if pointing it out is going to reverse what we got going go. with, with Mike Leak today. But
2: it's only been good. Well, Sparky's got it. Yeah, Sparky's got to be a little bit better, but that's okay. He's he's been all he's been he's been kind of up and down. He's four and three with a five four six ERA in ten games started. One thing about about Leak, and we'll ask him coming up at 11 o'clock when he joins the old radio program and then uh, before we put him through the 60-second grinder at the end but is the walks and home runs cuz that's just it's not part of his game he's never really been a guy that's going to walk a ton of ton of dudes and he's walked a lot of guys uh this year you got the uh, the John Andriola game last night here's a guy that's in the minors he's 27 years old uh he finally makes his major league debut yesterday he comes up with a fantastic catch in the game in the 8th inning um off that what the hit from uh, Nicasio off uh, off Lacroix, that certainly went a bit of double. He makes again his debut at twenty seven. He gets his first hit in the fifth inning. They got his dad in the stands. I think it was his sister right, and then his best mm-hmm. friend. Yep. what an awesome, awesome day there for Andrioli. That was just cool it, it, I love those stories of those guys who have toiled in the minors for 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 so long finally get an opportunity, and of course, he gets the opportunity because of because of injuries. But whatever. He makes it and he gets up there and he made a great play. And he gets a hit. And I think Hanager is gonna be back today, so that's good news. But it was awesome to see you last night. That's kind of why you love sports, right? We love to tune into sports to see those types of stories. So like the hockey last night. I, I mock and joke all the time about well and Furness and Gas think I hate hockey. It's, I don't hate hockey. I just I hate the Hey, there's nothing like a game seven yeah. in hockey. That's what I'm on the overblowing of it. Oh, it's it's yeah. way overblowing. Yeah, there's game sevens in any sport are great. Yeah. Game seven in in the NBA is great. Game seven in Major League Baseball is great. Mm-hmm. They're all great. Um, but I, I'll say this about last night. Now I didn't tune in much to the hockey game. It started early, and by the time I got home, I flipped it on. It was three nothing, and there was like eight minutes left in the game. So what's the what's the point? I mean, they're not going to Tampa Bay's not coming back from a three nothing. Deficit. Listen, I don't watch it, but I can put two and two together. The game's over for the Capitals. The game's over for the Lightning. But what I like about the story, and what I love about sports, and I've always loved this about sports, and that's why the Andrioli story last night was cool. It's the Alex Ovechkin story last night. Here's a guy. He's never been to this point in his career. He's never been to a Stanley Cup Finals. He's probably always had the label. I'm just assuming this by. By watching this sport from 3,000 miles away, he's always had the reputation of being probably the best athlete in the sport, never to play on the biggest stage. Well, now he's on the biggest stage. It's first time in the Stanley Cup finals for him. It's first time for the Capitals, I think, since '98. First time for him in his 13 year career. And that's a storyline I can root for. So, and I'm not rooting against Vegas because they're the expansion team, although that kind of does play a little bit of a part in it for me. But I'm more rooting for Ovechkin and the Capitals to win because I like stories. I mean, from all indications, Ovechkin seems like a, a decent dude. All right, I fell in love with what his mom makes him before every meal. What's that? Before every game. You, you Just Google okay. Ovechkin's pregame meal by <laughs> his mom. This is unbelievable what this guy eats. It's like Golden Corral on steroids. It, it's, a, it's a fat guy's dream what Ovechkin eats before a game. His mom makes it for him. I, I think his mom or his parents live with him. They did a HBO like four years ago. This is another reason why I like Ovechkin. I think four years ago, they did a leading up to the Winter Classic. And they did a behind-the-scenes, kind of like Hard Knocks, of the Capitals and the Penguins leading up to that game. And so they had Ovechkin. And I think at that point, his parents were living with him. But the meal this guy puts down before every game is is sensational. This is crazy. Mama Mama Lucia. Chicken parm with
0: noodles, bread, Cheese, and then he has to take a five hour nap after the thing that makes you want to take a five hour nap after eating. He said,
2: Yeah, (laughs) he's got like five plates of food that (laughs) he eats before every game, so that's cool. (laughs) And I, you know, that's just what based on what happened yesterday and what is going to be bludgeoned to death today by everybody. And we, and I'll just pat ourselves on the back how we handled yesterday's news because I will, I will mock that news all day long because it's just, it's worth it's, it's meant to be mocked. Sports is fun. You tune in for this station, this particular show from Gen one We'll try to entertain you and, and make you guys laugh and have a good time. All right, stay tuned. In this hour, we're going to give you a chance uh, to win $100 from the EQC. It's an EQC note Thursday, so pay attention because your chance to win $100 is going to happen in this hour. It's also a thirsty Thursday brought to you by Zeke's Pizza. We'll do that at 11 o'clock. We're going to give away 50 bucks to Zeke's Pizza. We're going to have pizza delivered to us. We're going to have beer delivered to us. So we'll munch on that during the 11 o'clock hour, and we'll tell you uh, the great things that Zeke's is doing as well. Uh, Gary Hill, Mariner's broadcaster, 1045. Mike Leak at 11. Uh, also, uh, Cliff Averill in the 11 o'clock hour, and Smoke It Sports with Terry Blunt uh, coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. This is in Hawaii. It's Sports Radio KJR's EQC No Thursday. Win a hundred bucks now. We're taking the 12th
0: caller at 206-286-9595. That's
1: the kind of fun and games we have around here.
0: Powered
2: by the Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Northwest. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining
1: sports talk.
2: Oh, look at them light up right now, Jackson. Oh, they're lighting up. It's an EQC... Thursday, note EQC, no Thursdays right here on 950K. Jared, has got to be the 12th caller. Your chance to win $100 to the entertainment capital, folks of the Northwest. That would be the Emerald Queen Casino. They're lighting up the Emerald Queen Casino. Presents George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Rock Party Tour, July 8th. yeah say when he's good, he's Thorogood. Uh, When he's bad, he's even better. The man is back. Tickets available. Ticketmaster in the Emerald Queen Casino. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Rock Party Tour only at the Emerald Queen Casino. The entertainment capital of the Northwest. Every hour, we're giving you a chance to win $100 from your friends at the Emerald Queen Casino. I forgot to do this in our first segment, so I apologize. Even though the gas man is out, that doesn't mean we don't do our daily poll question. We got a good one for you today. We'll give all credit to our guy, Jackson Feltz, who came up with this one. Today is Bartolo Colon's 45th birthday. Okay, well he's not really 45, but that's okay. Uh, it's his 45th birthday. Who is the best husky athlete of all time? Now you remember we've def- we've defined what husky is. He's he's fat. He's chunky. Big boned. It's baby fat. All things that my mom would say to me. It's just baby fat, Jason. It's you're just husky, Jason. Don't worry about it. We're gonna go on the big section, but remember you're a you're Husky. You're not, you're not fat. My mom was a beautiful woman. She wouldn't say anything negative about me. Uh, Bartolo Cologne, 29% right now of the vote. William the Refrigerator Perry, also at 29% of the vote. John Daly uh, checks in at 37% of the vote. Oliver Miller, only 5% of the vote. Now, I'm going to tell you this, and I have I have accompanied pictures to all of these guys. I'm just going to tell you right now. Go Google Oliver Miller. Cause I know that there are people out in our listening audience and I know there's a lot of great suggestions that are coming in there as well. Vince Wilfork should be at least a, an honorable mention. Babe Ruth. Yes. All great guys. Hamilton ham Porter, of course from Sandlot. Sure. No doubt. Vin Baker. Yes. Uh, King Kong Bundy. No doubt. Someone said the late, great Tez. Sure. Tez could be on there. Cecil Fielder, Prince Fielder. Actually, I would actually take Prince Fielder more. Uh, Oliver Miller, I think he shouldn't win this, probably. Actually, I think I would vote for him. I did vote for him. A lot of you guys don't remember Oliver Miller. Boy, he was about the most, most unathletic, biggest basketball player you've ever seen. The pride out of the University of Arkansas. Went on to the Phoenix Suns, Toronto Raptors, and others. He's a big man. 6'8", 6'9", 280, 285, 290 pounds. Ooh, that is the bad. best thing about Oliver Miller, he would just shoot threes. All right, do we have a winner? <laughs> yes, we do. Uh Joining us, uh, Line 5 Daniels in Tacoma. Congratulations, Daniel, uh, for just listening to the radio show. You win $100 to the EQC. It's an EQC Note Thursday. $100. What are you going to spend your $100 on there, Daniel? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe some steak or something for the vacation weekend. Vacation weekend, some steak. Where are you going on vacation there, Dan? You got big plans on this Memorial Day? probably camping and it's my birthday tomorrow oh birthday. happy birthday daniel you're gonna go camping you. there you go all right Get daniel steaks. yeah steaks uh lots of what kind of alcohol are we going with this weekend there daniel Ooh, probably rum
0: rum oh, this weekend rum huh yes
2: all right i, I I'm, I'm not gonna judge rum that's interesting you just don't normally hear someone say they're gonna go camping and, and say rum but drink rum i'm down with that all right daniel before we go what's the phrase that pays Seattle's number one sports talk radio. yeah, you state, go. KJR. Hey, Daniel, appreciate it. Put you back on hold. We appreciate it very much. You can be just like Daniel coming up in our 11 o'clock hour and win $100 to the EQC. And, again, an EQC note. Thursday, we'll do it every single hour uh, throughout the day from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Your chance to win $100, again, from the EQC. Again, today, vote right now. You can also write in on the Heritage Distilling text line at 49451. Today is Bartolo Cologne's 45th birthday. Who is the best Husky athlete of all time? Uh, Bartolo Cologne right now, are uh, your choices are Bartolo Cologne, The Fridge, John Daly and Oliver Miller. Right now, John Daly leading uh, the early returns at 39%. Uh, the Fridge, just edging Bartolo Cologne. 29% of the vote, 28% going to Bartolo Colon, 4% uh, right now going to Oliver Miller. And I just, again, I beg you, just Google Oliver Miller. And I'm telling you, this man, he was he was like a unicorn of basketball players. 6'8", 6'9", 290, could shoot threes. He actually was pretty, uh, pretty athletic. He was actually pretty good. Uh, Keith says, uh, John Hotplate Williams. I don't remember John Hotplate Williams being all that big. Uh, someone, uh, Go Mariners, that Go Mariners wants uh, Danny Fortson. Yeah, Danny Fortson, a solid pick for our big Husky best athlete of all time. Of course, in regards to uh, Bartolo Colon. But he wasn't that big. David Ortiz, uh eh, I don't know if I put David Ortiz up there. I don't think David Ortiz was quite that big. Uh, there's a great one on the text line. Jeff, you're right. Uh, I should have thought of Jared Lorenzen. I remember Jared Lorenzen, best fat quarterback of all time. The best thing about Jared Lorenzen, though, but he really made his money. Well, he was big. He played for the Giants. Yes. He had the New York Giants for a little while. But when he really got big is when he went to the Arena League. Right, go look at the. I think it's the Arena League because he got even bigger. Right? Oh my God, he got he got he got <laughs> he got massive. He got massive. David Wells has been a vote in oh, there. Yeah. Uh, ice cream eating, Jesus Montero, <laughs> uh, Butterbean. Uh, my cousin Kirby Puckett got a vote. People don't know that he's a fourth generation cousin. Huh? Uh, Kirby Puckett got a vote there. Yeah, he was. That's a pretty good one, actually. Actually, Kirby Puckett's not a bad guess. Tony Saragusa. Uh, Keep the uh, the suggestions coming in right now. 49451. Best Husky athlete of all time. When we say Husky, it's not the University of Washington. Husky, big bone, fat, (laughs) rotund athlete of all time. And also vote on our Twitter poll. uh, Bartolo Colon's 45th birthday. So in honor of Bartolo Colon, who's the best rotund athlete of all time? And again, John Daly kind of running away with this thing early. But again, it still is. Uh, early. Gary Hill again of the Mariners is going to join us, come up 10.45. Also coming up 11 o'clock hour, Mike Leak, Cliff Averill, and then uh, Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt at 12 o'clock hour. And also it's a lunch with listeners as well. We'll throw a topic at you at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, but we'll go back to the Mariners here just for a quick second and we'll recap kind of that game last night and just the overall kind of sense with this team. Because it's the thing that's going on right now. I mean, it's the hot it's the hot topic at least in this now. at least for me it is because it's the best story that's going on right now. I don't really care much about anything else and what's happening at OTAs and anything else that's going on in the NFL. More I have more excited about what this baseball team is doing because it just doesn't it doesn't matter like what obstacle you give these guys. They just keep responding like day in and day out. Like every game it seems like they're throwing another curveball. They're throwing another obstacle. So it's been I mean, from the early injuries, you know, before they even broke camp, it's the David Phelps injury. And then you're like, ah, oh. well, David Phelps, he was going to be a guy that was going to be in the back of our, our bullpen. He was going to be a key guy in the in the eighth inning, seventh, eighth inning guy. Then he's gone for the season. And then Nelson Cruz gets banged up. And, you know, now recently with, you know, Segura's banged up and then Haniger's banged up and Dee Gordon now is on the DL. Obviously Robinson Cuno and everything he's got to go through. My God, that the broadcasters are getting hurt. I mean, they have had to go through a lot of adversity so far, and it's what is the? It's May what twenty twenty fourth? Yeah. May twenty fourth, and look at all the injuries that these guys have already sustained, and they just keep grinding out wins. I don't know what it's going to mean at the end of the year. Obviously, no one does. I mean, could they absolutely? They absolutely could fall apart. And but right now, I want to say their record since they lost Cano. Now this is off the top. Don't hold me to this. I Are know. I know se- what it is. Are they seven and two? Yes. I mean, think about that.
0: That's incredible.
2: That's unreal. They're seven and two since Cano. Now that is that since the injury or since the suspension for Ooh, the diuretic.
0: That is a good question. I'll Whatever
2: to... it is. Yeah. It's let's just so say good. It's good. It's good. So let's just say there's seven <laughs> good two regardless. Um. To to get through to battle through all of this. Man, it's just, it's it's awesome to see because you got like a group of just, they're not necessarily no names because we all, we all obviously know them all, but they're not like household names. I mean, they're not guys that are just, you know, superstars in the game and they just keep winning and they keep grinding stuff out. You're getting contributions for everyone last night, you know, Marco Gonzalez and I get it was beat up last year. Uh, he's been beat up even a little bit this year, and everyone's, you know, clamoring, oh, we can't trade Tyler O'Neal, and Tyler O'Neal's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then they bring up Tyler O'Neal this year, and he ends up hitting, what, three home runs in three straight games, and everyone, oh my God. See, this is why we can't trade guys like Tyler O'Neal. Because uh, we got someone back who's got like a five ERA. Well, all of a sudden, you know, Marco Gonzalez, who goes as deepest that he's ever been in, in a professional start last night and seems to be just according to these two eyes that are, that are sometimes uh, jaded and sometimes blocked out by by alcohol, seems to be getting better with every start. In his last three, you know, the last four starts, we mentioned it. You know, his ERA is under three, and just looks to be getting a little bit stronger. You know, the whole last year he's coming off an injury. You know, the previous year, and they always say it takes him about a year to recover from something like that. Well, he's recovered from it. It seems like he's getting better. And I know maybe the A, certainly the A's lineup, it's not. It's not the Yankees lineup, for crying out loud, but it's also not a bad baseball team. And again, he's been able to do this in the last four starts or so where he has looked better. So that's a huge storyline last night, and the fact is that they didn't have much of an offense. And you're waiting because the the thought with this team this year was that it was going to be the offense that was just going to carry them all the time, that the offense was going to be the one thing that would carry this this ball club throughout the season. Well, they didn't get anything from their offense last night. In fact, I mean, they got... They got a run score. They get Haredi on, then he ends up scoring on just you know on a misplay. So Haredi comes around to score, and Haredi has been great. I mean, it's we. I think her, Guillermo Haredi has answered the challenge of whether or not he can be a guy that can play every single day because ever since they put him in the lineup, he's been phenomenal. And he's and the, the thing about Haredi, and we talked about this in the beginning of the season with him when they made the decision with special assistant to the chairman Ichiro was, well, why are you? Why are you? holding on to each row and sending Guillermo Heredia down. And then they came up with the, you know, the PR spin of, well, we're facing a bunch of right-handers. So right Jackson. So Heredia can't play against right-handers. Yeah, apparently not. Well, go look at his numbers. His numbers. I think I have an update. I haven't looked at him this morning. His numbers are actually better. I think if, if memory serves me correct, actually better against right-handers so far. And if it's and if it's not better against right-handers than against left-handers, it's barely it would be barely anything. So, I don't know, man. It's just been fun to watch these guys play. It's the fun thing about sports. We were talking in our first segment about you know things that are fun in sports. We tend to always get kind of we get away from that. What sports really is. You know, I heard someone you know you know rail on on Twitter this morning about. I don't understand when everyone tells me that sports is the escape from the real world. Why, why is that? I mean, the sports is the real world. We should talk about all these heavy topics. I'm like, I'll be honest with you. As a sports fan for me, I, was, I just want to be entertained. I just want to be entertained. I want to laugh, and I want to talk about sports. And I think the majority of people want to hear that as well. And then I think the, the, the thing that's fun about this team, you know, what's fun about uh, Andreola last night was him making his debut with his family there. And it's not only that he made his debut, but he comes up with a hit. He ends up he ends up making a key catch in the eighth inning that probably saves the game for you. so that's an awesome storyline. The guy has grinded his entire career to get to this moment. Ovechkin last night on the hardwood, or excuse me on the ice, gets to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time. I think any any sports fan can appreciate that. It's like back in the day, I hated John Elway growing up and probably still do hate john elway but i'll be honest with you when the guy got into when they faced the packers finally and he was they were huge underdogs in that game against green bay there was part of me that even though i didn't like elway hated him to death wanted him to lose every single game he ever played in but i respected him and, and i always and i still think he's the best quarterback that's ever played that's just how i it's my eyes like my eyes think he, think he's the best I pulled for him in that game because I wanted to see him win a championship. You want to see greatness yeah. be great. I want, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wanted to see Elway mm-hmm. at, because he had gone through so much heartache throughout his NFL career, which I took great pride and great joy in as a Seahawks mm-hmm. fan growing up. But I, at that moment, wanted to see him finally win it. He did, and that's great. So that's the same thing for Ovenchkin. I kind of want to see him win it and move on and have finally be able to raise – you know, the the Lord Stanley above his head because that's the one thing that's missing from his career. And then if you take it to basketball last night, you know, here's a great story about what's happening in the Eastern Conference. I mean, here is this group of players in the Celtics who are a bunch of, I mean, you wouldn't know names that are running out there. The two best players aren't playing with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. And here is a Celtics team led by Jason Tatum, Terry Rozier, uh, Jalen Brown. Morris, Aaron Baines, and his man bun, and these guys are one win away from taking out, which some will, the maybe the best player of all time. Jeez. And that's fun. And that, uh, part of me, as a sports fan, who wants to be entertained in the finals, wants to see LeBron win this series. And I still think. That maybe LeBron is always ha- is always the uh, always has the theatrics. Maybe he threw yesterday's game just so he could go back to Cleveland, win Game Six, which is what tomorrow, and then on Sunday win Game Seven in the Boston Garden. That would just add to his legacy. The theatrics of it. Now yeah. that would be the perfect storyline for me as a basketball fan. <laughs> they win tomorrow because I really don't want to see Boston in the finals. Win tomorrow, then the King goes into the Garden and he wins. Game seven on the Boston Guard.
0: You want to see greatness versus greatness. You want to see You're Cavs right. versus Warriors yeah. at the end so, of the day.
2: It's just been a fun story. I hope everyone else is enjoying what what the Mariners are doing right now. Uh, they'll come. Uh, they'll they'll wrap up their series today. They're going to go for the sweep for the first time this season. And then you know they'll come home. I think it's a ten game home stand. Hopefully it's a good turnout of people. Hopefully people are starting to get going with this squad because man, they have been thrown a lot of adversity at their way, and they keep Getting through that adversity. All right, Gary Hill Jr., who has tried to injure every single broadcaster with the Mariners so he can advance his career, uh, will join us next uh, from Oakland uh, to talk about this red hot Mariners team. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining Sports Talk. Hi, right, welcome back to the radio program. No gas today. He's off uh, today and tomorrow. He's in uh, Indianapolis for the old Indy 500. Reminder, it is a EQC note Thursday. If you want to be like Daniel in Tacoma, he won $100 in this 10 o'clock hour. If you want to be like Daniel, and you want to be a winner and not a loser listen to the listen to the 11 o'clock hour we're going to give another chance uh, to win a hundred dollars from the emerald queen casino also it's a thirsty thursday it's also a gary hill jr thursday as well and he joins us on the beacon plumbing hotline good afternoon actually i should say gary uh, good morning to you in oakland I thought you were going to go right from loser to me, so I thought no! that was going to
1: be your natural hey, Gary, introduction. Gary, well, you know uh, my,
2: you know my, my love, my admiration, my fondness for you. Uh, we're trying to get the, we're trying to get a a Brandy Chastain like plaque of you in the <laughs> Edward R. Murrow School of Communication at some yes. point.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be yes. wonderful? That would be that would be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. It that would, would be great. Would, I wonder what I would look like.
2: Yeah, probably like Brandy Chastain. Yeah, <laughs> well, they are just. I did this whole first hour. And I've, I've lumped in a bunch of different sports on this one. Uh, the Celtics, what they're doing in the Eastern Conference Finals, what Ovechkin is doing or has done with the Capitals, at least getting to the Stanley Cup Finals, and then what the Mariners are doing. We always lose kind of sight of this in this business because we become jaded and all that, that we always forget that we got into it because it's fun, like sports mm. is just fun. Uh, what these guys are doing, like get past Cano and his suspension, this is just a fun baseball team right now, Gary. And for you and I, we've been around, we've been in this area all of our lives. It's, uh, it's such a nice welcome relief from past years. No, it has been fantastic. It has been fun. Fun is the right word for
1: it. Uh, not only winning, which is always fun, the way they've done it along the way and what they've had to overcome to do it. I mean, it's been different guys every single day. It feels like everyone on the 25-man and go beyond that is contributing at this point and they're really just finding ways at this point. I mean, we've seen a lot of late inning heroics. The pitching has been great, uh, big hits along the way. It's just it's been it's been fantastic. It's been quite a ride. I mean, Edwin Diaz, I don't think you can say enough about him as well, oh. but yeah, it's been spectacular.
2: You well, the the okay, there are two reasons one why I follow you on Twitter. One, you're just a you're just a great guy. Two, you have the best Gary <laughs> it's like Tim Kurczyn in terms of, of notes and information. It's unbelievable, the stuff that you come up with. The, well, you... I'll give you one that I'm about to send. Well, I know. Out. I was going to tell you. Give our, tell our listeners right now the one on, you have on uh, Fast Eddie Diaz. Well, I'm about to send one out on Diaz, and I'll give you the other on him in okay. a
1: second. I'm about to send one out, and I think this is really impressive when you consider where the Mariners are at. Uh, he has 10... One-run game saves this year, which is the most in baseball. He's been handed a one-run lead 11 times. So we're talking no margin for error, 11 times. He's blown just one of them. He's given up one run, and those 11 times he's been handed a one-run lead. I think that is phenomenal and what he has done. Who is
2: Gary? If you know this, who who is second on that list? You know who is behind him? Uh, I think Kimbrell, who has
1: eight. And then it gets down to six. There's a few guys at six. So the margin is pretty wide. I mean, it's it's Edwin Diaz, it's Kimbrell, and then it's a bunch of guys at six. That's so phenomenal. He's cleared it by quite a bit. And I was diving back, because this fastball gets a ton of attention, obviously, for good reason, mm-hmm. because it's fun to watch a guy throw 100 But his slider has been ridiculous. He's allowed two hits with it, and that's going into last night, and he threw a bunch of them last night again. He's allowed two hits on the slider this year. That's an 053 batting average. Uh, Players have swung 83 times at it and missed 48 times. Over half the time they swing, they miss, and it's only been put in play 13 times this year. Put in play out of 160-plus thrown. It is a ridiculous pitch. He's unhittable right now, and I love when he comes in the game in the ninth
2: inning. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it maturity? Is it just seasoning with him? Why, why we've seen him so dominant this, uh, this year? We've talked to Scott
1: Service about it a couple times. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. The natural stuff is there, obviously, but it is maturity. I mean, he's a veteran now. He's, he's been there. It, it's also confidence. I mean he is throwing with a ton of confidence right now uh just you know he's been through it, he's been there, and you can see it on the mound i mean he he knows he's going to get the outs he knows that his stuff is ridiculous and that he's unhittable and he pitches like it
2: they uh young yeah, Gary hill jr joining us a uh, mariners broadcaster here on the uh the beacon plumbing hotline uh he'd love to be be introduced as Gary Hill jr on the beacon plumbing hotline it's a it's a career highlight of his It's my favorite hotline, yeah. Um, the, you know, when they, when service said, I think it was service or depoto, you know, when they made the, 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 announcement on, on Cano, and I think it was depoto that said, you know, this could be a galvanizing moment for the team. I'll be honest with you. I'm cynical and I'm a smart ass. And I'm like, there's you know, okay. Okay. Fine. If this is really what's going to rally you, then, then you got, you know, you should be able to be motivated by other things. But I mean, you know, I wonder, I mean, they've never been in a clubhouse, not a high-level athlete like these guys are, and what can possibly motivate a team. But the early returns, it seems like, that maybe, yeah, they have kind of circled the wagons here a little bit, and have said, hey, we'll, we'll use this as a moment. At least that's kind of what it looks like early on. You know, I've talked to Mike Blowers about this, too. He's been in a clubhouse, obviously,
1: and... and- circumstances like 95 for example and Griffey goes down and they have to kind of rally around each other and I've been talking to him about mindset a lot not only with the Cano situation but what we've seen from them late in ball games this is a team that never seems to panic uh, this I mean they've hit a ton of home runs you know second most in baseball from the seventh inning on we've seen a lot of comebacks so I've been, I've been talking to him about you know is there a team mindset where, hey, we're never out of a game. As somebody goes down, you know, Hanniger's down yesterday. I thought the first game of the series, we may see like Seeger at short and Zanino at third late in the ball game after losing a couple players. So, yeah, and he says there is something to that. There is a kind of a group mindset when you are on a roll like this. you, You find ways to get victories late in ball games that it becomes kind of expected from your group. You know, no matter what happens in a ball game, you can still find a way to win and you have confidence. With uh, especially the people around you to make it happen. So yeah, I think there's something to that.
2: I know you. Uh, I know you got to get go get ready for the game coming up uh, uh, later. Let me uh, let me uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you weigh in on our daily poll question today because oh, this great. is right in your wheelhouse, Gary. Uh-huh. Uh, today is Bartolo Colon's 45th birthday. That's it in American years. In international years, he's 75. But again, uh-huh. that's, that's not the point. Who is the best uh, Husky athlete of all time? And you know what I mean by Husky. Who's the best rotund athlete of all time? So your choices are bartolo uh william the refrigerator perry john daly or the great oliver miller
1: well i mean this for me is no question it's bartolo cologne no <laughs> question and now i'm biased but the fact that he's the only one on that list that played in the kingdom for me is there. the one that really does it for me yeah, to me that gives him the win oh, that's good stuff all right buddy kingdom how guy huh
2: He's a Kingdom guy. He played in the Kingdom. You think the fr- did, I, well did the Bears ever play in the Kingdom? Did the Fridge ever uh, play? Like I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. know. But I don't think people realize how big Oliver Miller was. He just the man was he got he was big. He was huge and he would shoot threes. So, that was the best part. So you're voting for Oliver Miller. Yeah, I voted definitely. for Miller, but that's just me. I don't know. I got a soft place in my heart for Miller. I really like him. I understand. Yeah. I hope I hope Cologne wins. Okay, oh, uh John Daly right now is winning forty percent. Cologne's about twenty nine percent. But John okay. Daly is a is a fan favorite so far.
1: Well I'm gonna campaign for Cologne and okay. I hope Cologne pitches forever. Till do, the end of time.
2: Do That's me what a, I want to say. Do me a favor. I don't think anybody over there will mind. Hey, work the daily poll question of the broadcast today. <laughs> sure. Is it sponsored? Should I work that in? Yes, that would be. Anything I can do to help. Yeah, if you could mention today on the broadcast, it's a also it's a Zeke's Pizza Thirsty Thursday, if you would. You great. In there was, yeah. yeah, and if you have a, a lineup coming up tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, just, just shoot that no to me, no too. I'll make sure you work it. About it. All right, Gary, we'll talk to you soon, bud. Have a great call. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Buck. Talk yep. to you later. There he is. Uh, Gary Hill, Jr., uh, Mariner's broadcaster. M's and A's coming up a little bit later today. All right, top of the hour. Neil Scott, he has been feverishly working in there on a headline that he promises he will not call them the Las Vegas Lightning again. He, prom- he swears that he will not call them the Las Vegas Lightning again. But if he does screw up in the headlines coming up in five minutes, we will publicly flog him and we'll put it on Periscope. Any mistake, he gets lashings. Also a visit from Mike Leak, Mariners pitcher, in the 11 o'clock hour. Also a visit from Cliff Averill. And your chance to win $100 from the Emerald Queen Casino.